0: So, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have a preamble this week. It's been officially cancelled by the coronavirus.
1: It made it to the preamble, even? That's that. That's a... Okay.
0: That's it. It's gone. Wouldn't that mean Over. one of us have the coronavirus then, by that measure? Well, the editor can't, because you have to put this together.
2: <laughs> huh.
0: So, we could do this and then disappear, but you could be like... This could be like the... What do you call it? The... Like red flag or what do you call it? The the parrot was isn't like a parakeet in the cave
1: canary in the cave. Got canary. it. Got there it. There yep. it is. Yes. Canary in the coal mine. Yeah.
0: In the coal mine. There we go. Let's, let's see. I I should have known that with my long history of coal mining uh, on that one. <clears> but yes, no, um, that's it. The preambles are dead. Uh, coronavirus has also claimed uh, puns. There are no more problems. Oh,
1: thank fucking god. Everything is great in the world. The coronavirus is great. <laughs> I for one, would like to say good job coronavirus. <laughs> That'll be taken out of context later, I'm sure of it. <laughs>
0: right.
3: Yep, now you have a soundbite of that one. Fuck.
0: Uh, I can't wait for the next gamer's bad. They'd like the coronavirus article to be used uh, with this sound
3: Good awesome cast number 192. This is Crack Zero, a.k.a. Henry, a.k.a. Nomad Har. And joining me is the whole usual pack. We got Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak. And we have... Nothing usual about this pack. I (laughs) object to being called usual. And Alex, a.k.a. Maeve Online. Woody Woo. So, boys. It's... Uh, uh, kind of a slow week. I mean, it was even a, a slow week for me personally. It's like a, kind of a slow news week. But I mean, things happened. But I mean, eh, yeah. I mean, I guess for me personally, it's like I didn't really get up to a whole lot, really. I mean, did, did any of you?
1: I got my basic white girl on a little bit. <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> All right, detail.
1: All right, so I, as established in kind of the uh, the the lore of this podcast, I have a fondness for apple picking as code for going mm. and getting like fucking day drunk on hard cider in, in apple fields because mm. that's what lots of modern apple orchards do these days. They turn their uh, uh their, their apples into delicious hard alcohols and donuts, and mm. uh, it's. I I hate that I've finally become this person. It's taken almost a decade for me to get to this point, but I I, I finally am like, man, I kinda miss seasons living in Los Angeles or Southern California, whatever the fuck you want to talk about. And I mm. uh, recently my wife found a place that's so far above sea level in in SoCal that they actually still get seasons. <laughs> And we went there over this weekend, or we were there yesterday as of this podcast recording, the the weekend before this comes up, and we did, like, the off-season apple-picking tour thing, and we're going Uh. to go back for the on-season apple-picking tour thing that happens in, like, September, but it was just basically me gorging myself on, on, on cider donuts and apple cider and hard apple cider being like, this is the shit you can't get back in Civilization! This is what my mm. childhood tasted like uh, it's it was a lot of fun I have nothing to do with video games whatsoever but i I really like cider one of my favorite <laughs> drinks both hard and not hard
3: oh i love I'd like a good cider it's like i'm i'm and i i had the great chance to uh, visit the west country in England quite a bit and the west country is Uh, at least within England, is well known for being cider country, like super cider country. If you're wondering what West country accents sound like, think Hobbits. That's a West country accent, but it's really well known for cider and it's like, it's very common to see like stands with like relatively fresh brewed cider around. Yeah. Like like if you go to Glastonbury Festival, which Glastonbury Festival happens in the West country, uh, and there's always going to be some like large cider providers there that are local. And it's going to be awesome because it's usually not only Apple but Pear Cider and Pear Cider. I really love Pear Cider. It's so nice. Have you guys had Pear Cider?
1: Yeah, I don't like it that much I don't
3: like pears. Mm. Uh, don't think I have. It's a bit milder because pears are a bit milder in flavor and slightly, slightly sweeter, a little bit less tart. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of pear ciders. Um, yeah, but yeah, just apple cider also awesome, you know? And, and one thing that I did kind of enjoy when I lived in Portland, one of the things I enjoyed was the fact that there's a lot of local cideries. I don't, is that the way you call them? Cideries? Cider houses? I don't know. <laughs> cider breweries? Whatever. Definitely
1: not that one. That one sounds completely wrong. <laughs>
3: But yeah, there's there's a lot of good local cider and of course a lot of good stuff just to the north in Washington, but also but yeah, just within Portland or within Oregon, I mean, there's there's a lot of local cideries. I think the River Nats is based in Oregon. I'm not no, positive of no. of though. But there's a lot of I just remember every time I went to the store there's just a lot of local ciders, like very you know, at least local to Oregon. And so that's that's pretty cool. Uh yeah I I I definitely agree ciders are worth partaking in if you haven't had like a good cider I would highly recommend it
1: yeah I'm just talking like even the basic non-alcoholic stuff like I in the entire that too in the entire time me and my wife have been together she's had to put up with me bemoaning how like I can't get cider in Los Angeles which you can but it's not very good and like she got to try an apple cider donut for the first time the other like yesterday and she's like oh shit I get why you're like up in arms ready to fight people over this stuff i'm like yeah it's <laughs> like it's still a fucking donut but i get why you who likes donuts are like i will shoot up stab someone for besmirching the name of the cider donut <laughs> murder for murder for pastries motherfuckers yeah i mm. mostly we had fun taking the dog out places i i, I do want to give a shout out to uh, my favorite of the farms we went to which was the Frostline farm the guy that was running it that day at least pulled a hell of a fucking good joke on me and my wife and my dog where I, most of these places kind of accept the idea that yeah dogs wander in half our stuff like two-thirds of our stuff are in cans so it doesn't really fucking matter if your dog's near it or not but so we're mm. wandering around his store and he goes Oh, i, I hate to break this stupid, we have a very strong dog policy and my she just goes white as a sheet like oh i thought we checked it like, no no it's like Every dog has to be petted by me, at least for a minute. We're like, oh, thank fucking God. But like, people <laughs> are going to kick that. We're like, oh, no, what have we done? Well played, sir. Well played. I I did something else, though. Mm. I, I'm i I'm starting to wind down my Destiny playing. I will talk about why, I think, in the news, because fucking Trials of Osiris is back. Mm. But I finally have Platinum in Destiny 2 on, PS- on PlayStation, which... Makes me real happy. We finally got the fucking Leviathan Prestige Raid done, which I know doesn't sound like much, but my clan has now attempted to help me out with this five times, and each time we've had, like, glitches make it unplayable. Mmm. Because that thing is a fucking nightmare.
3: It is a long fucking raid.
1: It's not even the longest raid. It's so... I'm not sure we talked about this last week, but, like... It is possible it's, for that thing to freak the fuck out.
3: There's a lot of shit going on at the same time and it's and it's over a very large area all at the same time as well. So Did I'd you mean, do Leviathan? No, I'm just familiar with it.
1: Gotcha, yeah. Uh, it's... I, I,
3: I've I've only gone there to like all right, so there's this underneath thing that you can do yeah. for yeah, you know what I'm talking about for the You do the Izanagi thing or no? Nah? Yeah, the Izanagi yep. thing where you do lots of the switches and shit. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you've done the encounters, but the encounters have a high chance of, like, weird stuff happening and glitches starting to occur, and Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it will make you hate life.
3: I mean, that's the thing, it's like, it's, yeah, like, it's not that it's so long, it's like, if it's liable to glitch up, that's just, it's like, now you've spent, you know, hours of your life for nothing! Yeah,
1: I, we we had a run of it where enemies were spawning in and, cost and casting a spell instantaneously, which is not supposed to be happening, but I managed to knuckle through it, but like by the end of it, we were like, fuck! <laughs> it was not great. We would See, die I- a little bit.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm at, a, I'm at a strange point in Destiny 2 right now myself. Though the new season's going to be starting in very soon. Yeah, soon.
1: I, I don't think I'll be playing as much of Destiny next season, partially because Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal come out next month.
2: Mm.
0: I like the I like the contrast between those two. Oh, uh,
1: it gets weirder, but we'll, we won't get to that till um, uh, we get to the uh, our our listener mail later. They br- they brought up a very funny reality that I did not realize till they mentioned it. Mm. But I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, I. I didn't do much. I I, I, I dealt with the fallout for making mead. All of my mead is now bubbling away, doing its meaty things. It's, mm. it's putting off CO2, which is always a nightmare. But every time you make mead and you tell people you work with, oh, I made mead over the weekend, they want to tell you things. And like someone's like, oh, you're going to put that in your giant like banquet goblet. And there's only one correct response to that type of comment. It's not nah, just skulls to my enemy and make a horrifying eye contact with them, like, yes, I will not rest till I drink mead from that man's skull. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. What have y'all been up to?
0: Um, Not much, really, this week, I think. Uh, let's see, Mandy's back, so I'm super stoked about that one. You're no longer dating your Roomba. Congratulations. No, <laughs> no longer. <laughs> no, she got a good uh kick out of that picture yep. though. Yeah. I think she really should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um but don't worry guys. Mandy still goes to work on days off. Or on days I have off. Ah, so uh, the still affair is strong. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I can still chat with my Roomba but now, yeah, Right. Um, chat. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, Mandy's back has pretty much been the number one thing and been helping her out with uh, her adjustment coming back and all that jazz. Uh, she's fine. Just I don't want to make it sound cryptic as hell, but yeah, she's fine. Um, so hmm. yeah, other than that, I really haven't done much else. It's been it, it was kind of an awkward week with her not being here. I think I had mentioned that it was just well, yeah, odd. you were fucking a robot. Like that's the first awkward not part not of the week. Fucking <laughs> a robot. I don't know what else. I don't know how to, how to follow up that statement. Yeah, there isn't a <laughs> way to follow up that mean? statement.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, no, it's just kind of awkward with her not being here. So, um, but yeah, I'm glad she's back and things are a little bit normal ish. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Nothing fancy. I'm ready for coming. some Still games well. start
1: coming out again. I know I know games have been coming out, but nothing I've been like, yeah, I'm gonna play that too.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, yeah, I got nothing else right now. It's a very short week for me.
3: <laughs> mm. yeah. <clears throat> I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of a slow week for me, too. I mean, I didn't really get up to do much, didn't do anything particularly exciting. Um, I watched uh, some more Laid Bat Camp because Ooh. it's a really good show. Also, watching the spin off to that called Room Camp, which revolves around sort of the. The. All right. So there is a club at the school, which is basically a camping club. And this is kind of like they're sort of it's a much shorter show. It's only like like 10 minutes or something. It's kind of their hijinks and just kind of sides, little side stories going on. And yeah, it's it's just as delightful as the main series. So that's nice. There again, that's also on Crunchyroll, so you can watch them both on there. And, and, of course, is the free version, so you can just go and watch it. <clears throat> uh, I've been continuing to use GeForce now, and my use for it right now has been mainly occasionally in Terra, but also in Destiny 2 if I feel like doing anything that it's requires other It's a really good system!
1: People. I have been very happy with it.
3: Though, this is something I found just playing it yesterday... They're starting to have some capacity issues. Well,
1: yeah, it's assholes like us that keep talking about how great it is that caused that problem.
3: Yeah, and so you get in a queue, and it, start, and it says, looking for next rig. So it is basically just doing a a desktop, a, a remote desktop thing. I mean, it, that's what it seemed like anyways, but that's pretty much what it is. It's just like a carefully managed uh, desktop, uh, remote desktop yeah. thing. But yeah, so they just... It, However many virtual computers they have, that's it. And if so, you can get on a queue for that. And and I was and I was kind of feeling like that's going to happen because Nvidia just does not have the same infrastructure that G four uh, that a uh, Google does. I mean, Google has what it has. I mean, we're kind of aware of how fucking big Google is. It's massive. And so they have a huge computer infrastructure. And, you know, that's not, you know, like servers and like that type of thing isn't really what NVIDIA is known for. They're known for hardware. So I was uh, and I mentioned this before. It's like it's always a question to me is like. How much infrastructure do they have ready to support this? I mean, obviously quite a bit. The fact that they're able to launch it at all, but it can't be nearly the size of what what google has already built up yeah i mean it'd be i i would imagine that it would be easier for amazon to get into the game seeing as how they also have a massive server infrastructure that other people even rent out so i mean you know their web services so yeah i'm not i'm not surprised that geforce now is going to start having capacity problems especially because it's free you know and and, it, and I think it makes a lot of sense. They're gonna you know that they limit eventually 3D. one of
1: us should pay for the paid version of it to see what that's like. But
3: I I might I might end up doing it simply because like I don't know if I end up doing anything that requires traveling. It's just kind of nice to have. Um, but that and and on my computer like my computer as it stands, it's still easier for me to just do GeForce Now or Stadia. But mm. yeah. um... Destiny two, for me, it's kind of I've reached the point where it's like I'm done with pretty much all the seasonal stuff. Yeah. And there's so a, there's a
1: bunch of old content you can go back and do now too, but yeah, I understand
3: the I've I've done all the previous previous uh uh campaigns at this point too.
1: I'm talking like uh, raids and all the pinnacle weapons. Oh yeah.
3: True. Um but yeah, as far as the stuff that would like kind of Possibly disappear for the season. I've done pretty much all of that, Um, which is good because the season's almost up. Anyway, I have
1: so much fucking fractaline to burn still.
3: Yeah, just just bank it all. I don't know what. No, no, that's the issue. I I
1: stonked too hard. Like how much (laughs) at at, um at reset? How much fractaline do you get back from the system?
3: I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I get over twenty thousand. Depositing that (laughs) alone takes hours.
3: What do you even do with it? Well, so, you're there's supposed to be it. Yeah. using it
1: for his grinding weapons, and my issue is, and my, my clan can vouch for this, my RNG in that game is fucking bullshit, and not <laughs> in a bad way. Like I, So, there's a, there's a gun called Trophy, which is a sniper rifle, which is really good in Gambit, because mm. it's got some decent range, and the perks you can get on are really good. I bought four bounties for it, I did the whole depositing thing to advance the bounties, I got Mm -hmm. the two rolls that are debated as the best two rolls for the gun in the game off the first two ones I redeemed, and one of my clanmates had to hear me go, huh, what do I do with the other two now? And he goes, wait, what the fuck? I'm like, I got the good rolls in two. And he goes, like, both of them? And I go, yeah. And he goes, motherfucker. I'm like, you don't have either of these two. He goes, no, and I've been trying for, like, the last month.
3: (laughs) There's no way of handing off items, is there? Nope. There... I feel like there should be.
1: It would break that game in half. Uh, It's uh, Trading in that game would cause problems.
3: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that, but I don't know. Um, uh, But there again, seeing how it's free to play now, it's like uh, having people maybe play a little bit less probably wouldn't be a bad thing for them.
1: Who knows? Uh, It's... I, I'm not gonna sit here and act like it's hard to get the roles I got either, but like it was more just the instantaneousness of it. I, it's that, that's a one for debate. Yeah, it's would I like trading occasionally? Sure, but I don't know. It's
3: I guess for me, I haven't seen a big a big reason to do most of them. It's like I've done very few. You of the, have of not
1: the, gotten into the dark world of God rolls for that game yet. It's a world I dabble in, but don't go full bore into. Like there are. There are a couple guns in the PvP meta specifically that have very specific mod rolls on them that people want to have happen Mm. that, depending on how devoted to PvP you are, you will spend fucking hours, if not weeks, trying to get that perfect roll, and it's a problem a little bit. Like, it's a big chunk of how... Half of YouTube Destiny, uh, uh, sorry Destiny YouTubers out there right now are just kind of like pushing god rolls and like doing breakdown videos of why these god rolls are the god rolls and stuff like that. It's it's a whole little sub industry to itself.
3: Mm. Yeah, I guess my thing is is like, all right, I found a good enough gun for PvP. Yeah, it's it's like I've been using I've been using the Service Plus One. Yeah, and. That's super super effective because it's good at pretty much all ranges, like it's pretty darn good. And what and when it and I have another thing that I'll use for long range. It's either a bow yeah, I, or 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 the uh, Ariana's Val. For and most of us,
1: them- we are happy enough with good enough things. There's a group of people, the sweatiest of the sweats, that um
2: <laughs>
1: really want peak performance and yeah. Uh, we will talk more about that whole topic later on in this podcast when we get to news actually.
2: Yeah. Because I, a little I,
1: thing got announced that I suspect you two don't really have context for about how potentially fucking fucked up is Comic Destiny for a season.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I I yeah, the service plus One has been and I've seen other people using it too, so I'm like, hey, yeah, I guess I'm yeah. not the only one who finds it pretty useful for this mo- mode. Yeah. Is, there again, it works. It's pretty effective for most ranges. Just, it just tears people up at mid-range. And and if they're using a shotgun, the shotgun can't really do yeah. as good a damage to me at mid-range as I can with the Cerebus. Mm. Uh, but yeah, especially because mm. you can alternate fire if you've done the catalyst with a bit tighter spread. So yeah, it could be Pretty pretty effective. So I've been using that with some uh, different armors that I've been trying out to see how effective they are in yeah. the PvP. But I've gotten a lot better at crucible. Um, it's just kind of learning how players tend to play, I guess, to a certain extent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah. So, uh, but I still I think I prefer gambit over crucible. Oh,
1: gambit's way better. Yeah, I, I like gambit more.
3: I do notice that people rarely play anything in ga- in Crucible other than control. Uh they also play a lot of comp. Yeah, a lot of comp, uh, which is just the everybody for themselves one, right?
1: Um, no, it's three v three elimination. It's okay.
3: Oh, or elimination. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've seen people playing that. I'm not a fan of that.
1: Oh yeah, comp is hell.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not a fan of that at all. I mean, but I can see why people are, it's just, for me personally, it's like, I'm not as big a fan of that. I, I prefer, I don't know, I, I, I do like Control, I I enjoy Control a lot. I find that almost nobody does the one where you have to sit a bomb, though. That, uh, one, that, that one's that not
1: is, a perpetual one on lists either, so.
3: Yeah. But that, I kind of, that one's kind of fun, but it's, yeah, you, yeah, have fun sitting in the queue for that one, but. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's I've been using GeForce now just to play PvP mainly because yeah, Stadia servers are a bit ghost town. Yeah, just saying.
0: What?
3: But yeah, <laughs> yeah, not great for great. You know, just fine if you're doing a lot of single player stuff. But yeah, one thing I am gonna do, uh, though, because on the Stadia account I do have the I have you know it gives you everything. I'm going to I have I'll have at least a few days into the new season to try to like to to basically take as many season specific missions as possible. Yeah. So that. Yeah. And I do notice that, like, if I take something like that, it's still the it, mission remains there. If I go to my if I if I go back to my normal, my other account, my steam account. But anyway, that was that was my week. Hmm. I guess more video games, more of a couple of video games than anything else. Time for news, I
0: guess. What news?
1: Sorry if we moved on too quickly. That was my bad. If we did. (laughs) (laughs) All right, where should we start this week? Should we just do the Destiny things? I've alluded to it now multiple times. Sure. Yeah,
0: I guess so. All
1: right. So this little-known game mode called Trials of Osiris is coming yeah. back to Destiny in, in, in form of Trials of Osiris. Uh, it briefly made its kind of uh, a sort of return in Destiny 2 as uh, Trials of the Nine. It was hell. It was horrific. It was bad. And... It Trials of Osiris has a certain uh legacy to it that a lot of newer players won't be familiar with and a lot of current players kind of choose not to remember because it was the it's the pinnacle PvP activity. And I don't begrudge it for being the pinnacle PvP activity, but like let's do a quick like recap of the history of Trials of Osiris. Um going back to D one. Uh the first time I was ever DDoS was because of Trials of Osiris. Mm. That, that what? was it. Uh, people, so what Travis Cyrus works is you have to win, I think it's either 11 or 7. It's been a hot sex, I remember. I think it's 11 games in a row to go Ooh. flawless. Ugh. And only then do you get to go to the lighthouse.
3: That does not sound fun. It uh, sounds like zero fun to it me. It is 3v3 zero.
1: elimination. It is. Fucking
3: brutal. And I can just imagine I can just I, I just imagining how rage filled some players are going to be uh, and because how Because of Trials of Osiris and- I
1: learned about shit like lag switching for the first time in console playing. Mm. Like mm. It, so and like the first, of, of the first Trials of Osiris and I believe the D2 version Trials of the Nine didn't ever come to PC. Like, it predated the PC version. I'm not sure it ever showed up there. Maybe it did. I don't fucking remember anymore. I think it showed up once, and they were like, oh, no, this is terrible. But I could be dead Mm -hmm. wrong. It could have done a round or two on PC. I I could be wrong about this. But in its time, it was hostile and toxic and salty and bad. They're bringing it back now, and the PC meta for that game is kind of in a funky spot right now because hacking is rampant.
3: Oh, yeah. I have noticed people definitely using some hacks. It's like, I've just, there's, there definitely some aim bots around. Yeah. That's a thing. And I can tell is I've, I've been around pro players who are just that good. They aren't that good and then are terrible when you get up close to them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah,
1: there's a range. Yeah.
3: When there's when there's a skill drop off, if you just cut range, that's that's telling. That's very telling. So, yeah, it's like, yeah, when when there's and I can tell, yeah, it's like if there's a player that just seems to be like picking us all off at range. But then every time I get close to them, I just tear them apart. That's not a pro player. That's somebody using hacks. It's kind of obvious. Like I said, when there's a when there's a big skill drop off, if you just get close to them, it's Pretty obvious that they're using hacks. Yeah, the lag switching—I've dealt with lag switching in several games now. And yeah, just I have, pisses me off. I have special
1: contempt for trials because I would have platinum on Destiny One if it wasn't for one fucking ghost shell. <laughs> you had to go to the um, you had to go to the lighthouse to get it. Maybe I had to go F- flawless to get it too. Like it was the only stuff I did not have in that game. It's between me and platinum in that game was trials religion required you to go flawless and it was like so and this is where things get fun because the destiny community has been kind of divided on this topic and of course like it's the my clan's general perspective is oh cool trials is back those of us that played d1 oh god trials is back (laughs) but we're happy for those that like we're like fuck yeah trials like okay cool just um Be prepared for what happens next, kind of thing. Like we remember trials, y'all don't fucking remember trials. Like you, you, you tasted trials of the nine, and that was whatever. We remember the true trials of Osiris. It just
3: sounds like the worst toxic ass. Oh, it is. It is
1: destiny at its worst. Like it is, it is hundred percent destiny at its worst. Like there was a whole YouTube and Twitch world based around carries that will probably come back now, which was just high-skill PvP characters Yeah, yeah. players carrying people for, mm-hmm. like, reviews or whatever. Like, I the raid carries are bad enough as they are for pay. I can only imagine the Trials ones are gonna be fucking ridiculous. Uh, it's... Yeah. It's,
3: I... <laughs> yep. It's like, and it's not... It's like, I find that normal PvP... Isn't too bad on the is. it Doesn't seem to be bad at all on the toxicity thing. Like I rarely ever see. Like I've never been on a, even like teams that have lost pretty badly. I've never seen any seen or heard anybody really talking. Yeah, you noise. don't play enough
1: comp. Like comp has people like sending yeah, oh, you hate speech. Yeah, I speech. imagine comp is the so moment. Dear. Like it's like oh fucking crutch using Aaron. So I'm like I'm in fucking comp. I'm here to win, bitch.
3: See, I play mainly control and control yep. doesn't have seem to have any of that toxicity, oh, yeah, which no. is kinda it's of nice.
1: It, it does occasionally, but nowhere near the same scale.
3: Like I don't think I've played a game yet where I've seen people really since like saying anything, typing or saying anything on voice chat. Like hmm. anything like at all. Like it's just kind of like I guess we lost. Ugh, whatever. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm I'm still getting my bounties. You're not
1: good at <laughs> PvP in Destiny until you play comp and someone, like, fucking cusses you out for using a weapon.
3: Yeah, I'm probably never gonna play comp.
1: You, uh, uh, Just saying. And here's the problem. This is always the problem with comp. There are some real good weapons hidden behind the comp barrier. Like, uh, mm. Recluse is a fucking monster. Uh, it's... I enjoy Randy's throwing knife as well. It's a great gun. Uh, it's Two of my favorite guns in the game, like also two of the defendably best guns in the game, you have to play comp to get.
0: That kind of makes it kind of. I mean, uh... Uh,
1: that is a topic that lots of people like to discuss at way too much nauseam, yes. <laughs> but let's, uh, we, we've kind of delved into Trials of the Nine and how I'm just ever so excited to see this thing come back. Uh, it, it's it. Let's cover the actual news aspect of it. So, mm. Trials is a PVP pinnacle-based activity. The original armor from Destiny One is coming back. The kind of cool Egyptian-inspired stuff. It is badass-looking armor. Uh, it, some of the better-looking armor in the game, truthfully. But also, people are mad that it's just the same armor coming back. This will be free. It's not part of the season pass. So, if you're play, if you're a free-to-play player, you will have access to this. It's not totally clear what power aspects will play into this but at least as of right now it has been said that the uh, the artifact will not factor in so you can't grind infinitely for power because this is a power enabled activity meaning if, I ha- if I'm level 970 and Henry is level 940 and he shoots me I will take a shit ton of damage hmm. not, sorry I will take a shit ton of damage like I have I have people in my clan right now that are capable of tanking supers that should be one-hit kills.
3: Mm. Interesting.
1: It's a problem. It's a real problem. That's neither here nor there. Um. Yeah.
3: I'm currently using a uh, chest armor that's a... Uh, I just remember just using a chest armor that gives me double melee Is That use? Double throwing knives? Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's I found that's pretty useful because I use that I use that loadout and it's actually pretty I found it pretty good in PvP because yeah. it's it a, a good landed one will nearly kill somebody. Yeah, somebody with this, all is three one knives. That
1: you, this is gonna be more of a prepare to see lots of um Rift warlocks rocking recluse not recluse, I'm um, revoker. Because mm. that gun regenerates the ammo. Mm. Yeah, it's a sniper rifle. Mm. And with them rift, it's a one hit kill.
3: Mm. yeah i think i may have run into that already but yeah i i'm not a big fan of uh, oh it's it's a problem <laughs> but yep and we're gonna hear about it in the new trial. oh yeah I, it's
1: like I, I, as someone oh, who enjoys watching the destiny reddits just kind of can destroy themselves I like they they did a trailer for this when the thing unlocked and they did a whole fun video for it and like while I'm watching this I'm like I cannot wait to go to Reddit and see this thing fucking eat itself from the inside out and I was not disappointed. Mm.
3: But Trials is back. It's so by good. the way, question: What does Randy's throwing knife do?
1: It is a scout. It is a scout rifle.
3: I mean, like, what does it do that special? Um, it's it's not
1: an exotic it's a legendary so oh. it doesn't do anything oh, okay. all that special it's a full auto scout rifle so you just hold on the trigger and oh, it fires okay. it just has unbelievably good range and um mm. stability yeah,
3: scout rifles do in general yeah
1: yeah, yeah it's a, it's it's not quite a low range snipe because you can't one shot with it but it's it puts in fucking work mm. and recluse just has some of the most broken possible uh, stats for a uh, submachine gun. Mm. Master at Arms is fucking bullshit in the best way possible. Like, even that gun post-nerf is still fucking brutal.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's enough about Destiny and Trials of Osiris. Moving on to something totally different. Um, Let's talk about the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19 to get this uh, whole big topic out of the way this week. Because mm. holy
3: shit, it's yeah, as you imagine, it's affecting some things.
0: Yeah, so probably I mean, what, could it, what could it really be affecting in the gaming industry, right? Uh
1: anything that requires lots of people to can uh, kind of gather in one location. Oh, so uh, we're gonna start off with maybe the biggest impact that came out this week, and maybe air quotations on biggest. But we're gonna kind of spin this out into a little mini topic, I think, because there are potential. Well, there's more potential fallout from this than there has been anything else so far about that. Sorry, in, in impacting other events, this kind of sets a precedent hypothetically. So, um, GDC has been postponed until the summer because of COVID-19. Hmm. This kind of happened when Microsoft and Epic and Kojima Productions and a variety of other people kind of slowly got out there and announced, um, hey, uh, we're not going to go to GDC because we don't want to get sick.
3: Mm. Yeah.
1: And enough people got out there and said, yeah, we're not doing that because this is a bad a health situation kind of thing. And it'd be one thing if that was the only example of this happening this week, but also, uh, Eve online canceled their big fan fest this mm. year because of COVID-19. And, I guess some OWL matches, the Overwatch League, for those who don't know what OWL stands for, that were going to happen in Korea, also got canceled because of this whole thing. And I, my, my wife, who does not really follow this stuff, this is like reaching enough that it made it into her world, and she hmm. looked at me and said, "Hey, is E three going to happen this year still?"
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I.
2: <laughs>
0: it's going to consist I wanna of make, like I want to make a joke, but I don't know if I should. <laughs> I. Hmm.
3: It's going to consist of like one company there. There's like going to be like one one large company, one small company. And that's literally going to be it. And then like a, a a dozen or so influencers who don't know any better.
0: I think if the influencers go, then yes, E3 <laughs> should happen. And then if we're lucky, we can take out all the influencers at once.
1: <sighs> I like where we were going with this. I, oh. uh, I think my favorite joke I've seen on this topic, and it's kind of a bit in poor taste, but I thought funny, was Corona outf- uh, outbreak at cyber goth rate. It's all them fucking wearing gas masks. That's what cyber goths wear anyway. No one dies or affected. It's like, oh, yeah, that, that tracks. <laughs> well,
3: I've, I've seen that. I've seen that joke done yeah. for uh, like uh, avian flu as well. Yep. It's
1: yep. not an, an original
3: <laughs> joke. Oh. But, yep. Yeah, I mean... It's 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 having an effect on everything. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 even caused the, you know, sort of bullshit stock market to just dive. Oh,
1: yeah. Like I, to put it like in uh, the game store. I do my Overwatch, my, my Overwatch, my Starfinder playing at like the mm. owner there is like, yeah, we have about two weeks before the whole China uh, kind of uh, shipping situation starts to actually affect us.
3: A lot of stuff gets made there. Yep, a lot of stuff, tons of stuff,
0: indeed. Yeah, but no, it's been it's been affected a lot of stuff. I I know we're gonna go down the list of all the stuff, but there's one on here that I actually didn't see that I wanted to mention, but it was interesting because the Intel Extreme Masters, which is the Counter Strike tournament that happens every year, yeah, Mm -hmm. they had their finals with no audience. It was just the players on stage.
2: Whoa. They
0: can't yeah, they canceled all the tickets for uh yeah, I guess it's in Poland. The mm. Kwo Kado Twins. And I, I'm butchering that and I'm sorry anybody from Poland. Um but yeah, they actually they had sold out the arena at about 11,500 people. Shit. And canceled all their tickets and were like, "Sorry, but due to the concerns we're we're going to have them compete on stage with no audience to avoid mm. any chance of any of that
3: yeah i mean it's makes sense i mean i like i do appreciate the fact that we aren't really seeing a whole lot of companies just like saying "screw it, we got you know we're making money." We're Screw the money rules, there. we got money. No, Unless you're like, PAX, they're like <laughs> they're like no, actually we don't want anybody. Yeah, why to Why haven't get we? can
1: that's the one that seems the most obvious. Like why has not? Yeah, like, PAX
3: ran full steam this week. I think which blows me away. Yeah, because it's it's a it's even a West Coast thing. I mean, those that don't know, PAX takes place in Washington, and, and that's
0: actually where the First one that I heard was confirmed was in Washington State.
3: <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, that seems like a bad idea. It just seems yeah. like a terrible idea for that. It's like there again. It ah yeah, but you know what? And this is this is you know this is going to be definitely a divisive thing. I don't go to PAX and I don't care to. I did vet, I did to one of the very early ones and I'm ne- probably never going to go again. I have reservations about them. And it doesn't surprise me too much that they would be like, oh, whatever, coronavirus, and run it anyways. Because I don't feel like it's run by people with good sense. Sure. Just saying. Like, the people that are in charge of that aren't, don't have good sense. Sure. I don't know.
1: It's, yeah, I I think there is a certain aspect of Given the prevalence of con plague and Pax flu and all that shit that happens after these things, yeah, I, yeah, I think I, I think a lot of people in the U.S. are playing a little fast and loose, if you will, with this one.
3: Yeah, seriously.
1: Next up, uh, China has banned the game Plague Inc. for some reason in China.
3: Yep. And they haven't disclosed why. They just said that there's something illegal about it, and that's literally all they told the company. I maybe
1: it's because the most effective place to start any disease in that game is China,
3: just because of its fairly densely populated areas. Yep, like like it has some, and it's and it's a billion people in a country. Yeah, that <laughs> no or one's Brazil or the are
1: the like, some of the two best locations in that game to start anything.
3: Yep. But, yeah, I can kind of see why, but it's like, the fact that they're being all sort of like, sort of like, it's just the timing of it, like, yeah, as includes content that is illegal in China, it's, see, so it has been, so the game has been released in China for quite a yeah, while. Yeah, for a while, that game's
1: like, what, 10 years old now, I think, or something?
3: Not quite that old. But old, uh, like, it's, it's not new, It's like six measures. or seven, yeah. it's like seven, seven years old. Uh, a little over, like almost eight years old at this point, but yeah, but it's been in on it's been available in China for quite a while too now. But obviously, it's just uh, the typical way that the uh, the 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 government there tends to work in that they will ban things for a reason and then just be totally not clear about it. Yeah, like you know, they won't give the reasons why because of the whole trying to you know not look bad ever but still want to do whatever they want Yep. thing so yep so hmm. not terribly surprising though
1: yep yep well and i I guess kind of while we're on this topic of large gatherings of sorts let's talk about the dota 2 international uh Mm. they have finally gone full olympics or fifa whatever you want to call it and you now have to prove why your city is worthy of hosting hmm. the Dota 2
3: International. So, games have hit the big time. Have no. they?
1: I it's <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I've never felt like... I, I don't play Dota, so I don't really care about the International. But,
3: but a lot of people do, apparently.
1: Apparently, yeah. I, it's... I know the Olympics and FIFA and shit are both good and terrible for com- for countries simultaneously. Like, I don't know. I Yep. I don't think that the the, the, the Dota International is that big, but
3: it doesn't do require the same level of infrastructure. That's true. Well, like, well, like for Maybe the that's
1: Olympics the
3: benefit. I mean it's it'd be more similar to like FIFA where it's more of just like we need a stadium yeah. rather than we need you to literally build all sorts of stuff for the whole infrastructure of the games. But yeah, so yeah, the impact isn't nearly as serious. I mean, it's more of a just be prepared for a lot of people to come in rather than you're going to have to build tons of stuff that's never going to get used again ever. Yep. So whereas, you know, it's like we're going to use an existing stadium and just make sure your hotels are ready. <laughs> more of a thing. So.
1: For the Olympic Village is famous for having a ridiculous number of condoms, we recommend stocking up on air fresheners and spray deodorant and maybe, like, smell cancellation equipment.
3: Possibly some mace.
1: (laughs) It's like the extreme end of things, but yeah.
3: I'm just saying, it's like, you know, you could either make that roving party of people who didn't bathe you know, just spray them down a bit. Oh, I get
1: what you're saying. You can make them smell better, or you can make them go the fuck away. Got uh-huh. it. Got it. I I still stand by maybe a tad extreme, but I'm all for <laughs> this plan now. <laughs> fuck it, why not? Um We were talking about streaming platforms earlier. Uh Stadia finally gets a feature that, you know, maybe it should have fucking launched with. Uh so that put you back on the Stadia way back when machine. You had to have a controller to play the mobile version of that one. Previously, they have mm-hmm. finally added smartphone style controls on the screen, so you don't need to lug a controller around with you to play on the on the go, which is great.
3: Actually, makes that yeah. makes sense to have it on your phone because Fucking otherwise,
1: PlayStation Remote Play launched with this feature.
3: It's just kind of funny to me in that it's like it's portable, except you have to lug around a controller too. Yeah.
1: That's my beef with the uh mobile version of the uh gforce one, but the g force one's also free and didn't make me buy a fucking controller, so yep. yeah, even out yeah, I guess we're talking <laughs> about controllers uh Diablo four um uh, we we've talked about Diablo three in the past uh Alex, did you ever play the console version of it uh no. You've never experienced the joy of Diablo with controller support?
3: Nah, dog. (laughs) See, I I played Diablo on PlayStation. So I'm familiar with it.
1: I think it's the better version of Diablo in some
2: ways.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, as someone who historically does not like Diablo, but like would have totally gotten into Diablo 3 on PC if they had brought their incredibly good console controls to the PC version. I it's been announced that the PC version of Diablo 4 will indeed come with that kind of arcade style support for the PC, which mm. it puts me in a spot where it's like I I, I want to play Diablo 4 because I like Diablo 3 a lot, but also yeah, blizzard. Yep. This is a good change though. I I I love the controllers. I love the controller version for the consoles. I think it's incredibly slick and well done, especially for classes that have works well for everything. I think range is where it shines though like the mage classes do just unbelievably cool things with it because it turns stuff into a twin stick shooter which I thought was kind of fun
3: yeah um yeah I I, I definitely like that better than the point and click yeah. style of play to be honest um you know uh, but I'll, I'll have to say this um why play that when you could just play torchlight There's that. Ooh. Yep. Which is super good. And there are new ones coming, uh, new ones coming out soon or should be coming out soon. Uh, new developer coming out with a new torchlight game called frontiers. But, uh, yeah, just play that. (laughs) But anyways,
0: so did you guys catch the other little tidbit on, uh, news regarding Diablo for this week. I noticed it wasn't on here. Mm. They released a first look trailer.
1: No, I or, have not or, or, heard about this part.
0: So they released this little preview snack trailer, if you will. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's gonna be cool to show us something. And it literally was just a stop motion clay, like it was one of those pet, like spinning camera angle things where it's just a literal like figurines and that's all it was and they released it as a preview thing and it got really fucking downloaded hard because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> people thought it was going to be like a natural trailer but all it was, was another fucking stupid advertising thing for it and it just it, it got a lot of bad coverage <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious <laughs> oh Blizzard can't even release shit like that right now it is
3: yep 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 like did you really expect anything better? It's like, you keep hoping, keep hoping that that they're going to change. They're going to change if you're good enough to them and you keep treating them good. They're not going to change as long as you're throwing money at them. Oh, yeah. I think that's it for all the download news.
1: <laughs> Surely if we keep uh, rewarding them with money, they'll change and become better. Mm. Surely! That's the plan. Yeah. Speaking of bad behavior, though, uh, EA has banned a super troll, not just from a game, not just from all, not just from their online service, but from all games under EA banner that have ever
0: been and ever will be. So, like a nuclear level ban.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: They can't use anything from their catalog or access their online services at all. Uh, That's super ban.
1: Kurt, yeah, uh, Kurt 0411 Fenchy, uh, I don't care if I pronounce that right. Uh, he was a competitive FIFA person and streamer and all that jazz, has been fucking banned from all of EA for unsportsmanlike behavior.
3: But it must have been pretty extreme because it's like as and we've talked about the uncomfortable relationship between sort of streamers and games and stuff, yeah. and sometimes they'll be. S- super willing to give somebody a free pass if they're like a pro player and a pro streamer. And you know what? I think this is, you know, they're, you know, this is a, you know what? You, EA did the right thing here instead of being like, you know, kind of ignoring it because this is a pro player and a, you know, a, a streamer. It's like, they're like, no, this is bad, like really bad. And you're, you're banned from EA. Yeah pretty heavy Yeah, duty. I want
1: to know what he did personally. Like, there's always this aspect of what the fuck did you do to get EA of all companies to go,
0: nah, brah? Apparently he used to harass EA employees on Don't top do of, it. like... Yep.
3: Yeah, they'll do it.
0: Yeah, so he'd harass other people and, and then, like, actual employees and shit. So...
3: And that's one place where, there again, like, some companies have not been so great about supporting their employees. I mean, remember, we've reported on people, you know, that gotten a bit of a Twitter thing and then getting fired instead of the company supporting them. And you know what? In this case, EA, we're like, no, you don't. You don't get to abuse our employees like that's not your super band forever. So that's good. And I hope that sends, you know, maybe other companies would be like, you know what? Maybe we should have support of our employees When they're getting harassed instead of firing them. Wasn't it Bioware that did that?
1: I don't know. It feels like something. Bioware is part of EA, so I don't know at this point.
3: Yeah, I mean, so I mean, this is. I don't I don't remember at this point. It's been a while since that since that bit of news happened. But yeah, this is something that they should do more often. They should super ban people for being really poisonous and harass harassing. So, yeah, good, I say. Of course, the guy isn't repentant at all. Saying that,
2: oh, I've been wrong. Just because,
3: yeah, it's just it's just they don't want me at their events. This is they don't. That's why they yeah. banned you. Yeah, But because they're scared he'd, he'd win everything or some you know BS like that. It's like companies don't usually do this. Like you might want to do some self reflection there, pal. But you know if you're that bad, that toxic, to get that super banned, I'm guessing that, yeah, you're gonna be kind of an all-around awful human being. So, yeah. Bye. And I hope the door hit your ass on the way out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I've got nothing but the impression the FIFA community's toxic, so to, like, rise above the toxic air,
0: it's always like, man... Wow, you've got to be as yeah a special kind of like a special kind like mm, you you really have to be a top tier level piece of shit.
3: Yep, like like th- there's a
0: lot of piece of shit on the internet, but you yeah. sir are a pristine turd.
3: Yeah, well played. I guess you played yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, it's. I don't even know how. Like It's it's, it's like, man, it's like, oh, the, the good service from the bad, it's like, wow, but like this is the worst.
0: Right? And you know what it reminds me of? And it just, just you guys follow Batman comics and the Joker and all that stuff? Like, I, or at least some of the
3: older episodes? Some, yeah, I guess. To a certain extent, yeah.
0: So it reminds me of the Joker... Uh, saying that he may be a piece of shit and a horrible criminal, but he will never fucking work with the Nazis. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. I, I think I that.
3: remember that.
0: It kind of reminds me of that. Like, like you yeah, have the, to be... Like, Joker is a piece of shit, and even he's got his yeah. life. This guy crosses that and ascends it to the level of, like, extreme piece of shit. And, like, yeah. Yep.
3: So, so,
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, what's the the, the great quote out there? Where it's like, I may be a murderous scum, I, I may be a murderous, treacherous, duplicitous, arrogant scumbag, but I have standards at least. Like that's yeah, what we're yeah. at with
0: this. Yeah. yeah, I think that's actually something similar to the line that Joker uses. When yeah, he says that. I don't remember
1: <laughs> what it was. Yeah, it's something along those lines where it's like, it's like I may delight in the destruction and murder of Gotham citizens, but I'm not willing to do that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm an American or something yeah. like that. <laughs> But yeah, no, it just, but hey, congratulations on being like number one in shit. You're number one. You win. (laughs) You're now in the FIFA end game. The true end game. If you think about it, though, I think he actually, he's beat the game. Yeah. Because FIFA releases new games every year and you can't play the new one if you're banned from it. He has literally beaten FIFA. Yeah. He's literally Mm -hmm. beaten FIFA.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What what meta?
1: <laughs> what <Yeah>. a meta. <laughs> Alright. Um on the opposite end of the spectrum, we have Gog. Reminding you that maybe you should be using Gog's online sales services more. Just a thought. I have quite
3: a few games through yeah. Gog.
1: Alright, so Gog had a pretty good refund policy, is my understanding. I'm not sure what it was previously. But they've now kind of doubled down and their new refund policy is simply starting now you can get a full refund for up to thirty days after purchasing a product. Even if you downloaded and launched it and played it. That's it.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's incredibly fair considering that you can get a lot of playtime yeah. out of a get game in 30 days. I just hope people don't abuse it. That's just is uh, that's a you know, just kind of a shitty thing to do. Yeah. This is this such a generous one, but it's like for the smaller games, I could see, uh, I don't know how, f- I like it and I don't like it because I could see how it might hurt like some of these smaller games made by smaller companies that are like, yeah, you, the, our game is only five hours long. And sh- I guess, you know, you'll play it and then enjoy it and then they'll be like, I want my money back.
1: So, And they do reserve the right to refuse uh, refunds in the individual case. There's some fine print on this. We trust that you are making informed purchasing decisions and will use this updated voluntary refund policy only if something does not work as expected. This is why there are no limits. But instead, we reserve the right to refuse refunds in individual cases. Please respect all the time and hard work put into making the games to play. And remember, the refunds are not reviews. If you purchase the game and don't like it, please consider sharing your opinion instead. Also, please don't take advantage of our trust by asking for unreasonable amounts of games for funded, don't be that person. No one likes that person.
3: Is yeah. That fair? Yeah. And, and, and I think that's, but the thing is, that's also going to bring up the problem of, you know, like not being clear about maybe necessarily why they might refuse one. I think they should have just said something in like, we'll generally do it for tech technical issues. Like if your game literally doesn't yeah. work on your computer or if it's crashing or if it was a g- game that was released buggy, like on day one and it just never worked for you correctly, you know, and you aren't willing to wait for a patch. Those, I think they, I haven't seen that. That's not, it's, it's not laid out. Yeah. And I think that would be something that they should, Yeah yeah, Yeah. there again They're gonna get into a little bit of trouble for not being Absolutely transparent and clear On that type of thing
1: Well and to be fair like the comments on all the articles I read about This on like the first person Was like isn't GOG DRM free like Does this make it easier to steal games And the response to that is like yes but also Don't be a fucking human piece of shit Yeah Mm. This is a company treating you like a human Being and not the fucking toddlers You are
3: Yeah yeah, I, I don't know. People are, but so many. People oh, I'm with are you on this one. Toddlers. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm, a, I, I, like Gog a lot, and I think this is very generous on their part. But I'm also like, but people are garbage. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of there's enough garbage people. It's not like it's a huge percentage, but there's enough. There's enough to. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Some of two minds about it, I guess, is a it's fair cool. Thing to say. It
1: also seems naive, but also it's cool. Uh, it's like yeah. it's one of those ones where it's like I bought Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven through GOG because then CD Project Red gets all the funds for it. Even on their website, they're like, It's on all platforms. We get all the money if you buy it through GOG though, just saying and I'm like, I will do that for you. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. In a kind of weird twist, uh, Devotion, that Taiwanese game that got yanked from Steam because of uh, a variety of censorship reasons, as the understanding we all have, is back, mm-hmm. thanks to the Harvard Library.
3: Which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, I didn't
1: know they were archiving video games.
3: Yeah.
0: What's their? What's the? Yeah, when did they start archiving games? Is that a new thing, or what's going on here?
1: Um, it's it's not clear, but apparently, like the Harvard Library, uh, archives over 1.5 million volumes of Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Vietnamese, Tibetan, Manchu, and Mongolian texts as the largest library of East Asian research outside of Asia. So maybe they submitted it to this or something. I it's but as of right now, the, the Harvard uh, Yenching Library is the only place. The Harvard University is the only place to. A legitimate copy of Devotion. Interesting. Yeah.
3: See, I've played one of their previous games, Detention. I have that on my Steam account, actually. Um, but yeah. Uh, I I think it's good to hear that it's been yeah. saved because you know what? Uh, weird way to save Zin- it. but fuck, Yeah. F- fuck Xi Jinping. Yep. Winnie the f- Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Fuck right. you. But,
1: anyways. Oh, well, we're kind of on the weird topic. Uh, Riot. Remember <laughs>
0: that lawsuit they got involved in? Yeah. And then they fixed everything, and everything's good again, right? Yep. but yeah. uh,
1: It's probably still kind of happening. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's not the same lawsuit, but hey, lawsuits are still ongoing.
3: Well, it was. They were going to settle. I think we report on that. But oh, now I, not. So this is
1: that. That this came back. I didn't read this correctly then.
3: Yeah. They they were gonna settle for ten million, but that's out the window again. They've hired a new legal counsel.
0: They hired what the same lawyer that brought cases against the Weinstein company and Kevin Spacey.
3: Yeah, so this is this is big.
0: Dude might know what he's doing. Yeah, and especially also considering recently Weinstein was found guilty in New York, was it?
1: Yeah, and yep. that's not that's not all of his charges. Like he yeah, asked to go to L.A. and face yeah. other charges. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, yep. So, it's it's going to be... So, they're... Apparently, they're they're kind of focusing on institutional reform. So, they don't want just... They don't want to pay out. They want to say, Riot, you are going to fucking change.
0: Mmm. Interesting.
3: So, as part of a... You know, if they're going to do a settlement, the settlement is going to include, like, not just we'll do better or it's going to include like, this is specifically what you're going to do to change this bullshit. Which so, you would
0: think you would do if you got sued for something like that.
3: No, I think companies but, are ass- people are assholes. Yeah. Or at least there's enough of them. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, honestly, 10 million wasn't what they were just going to laugh that off. Like, they make so much money off of off of League of Legends, $10 million was just like a drop in the bucket. That wasn't going to make them want to change. And I think that's what they realized. That $10 million, you know, wasn't even a dent in their yearly income. It's not a dent in their monthly income, probably. Well,
1: it's a weird one, too, because that could mean a lot of... That, that could mean some decent money to some people that would, in theory, benefit off of it. But...
3: Absolutely. But I don't think that's the point. And I think that's... You know the the point of really what they yeah. want to do here—the point isn't just we were wrong. The point is you should fucking change. You know, Riot Games yeah. needs to fucking change. No, and I—I so,
1: I was, I was building up to like I respect the fact that like the decision was made to like no, no, we're not going to take the short-term financial gain, and we're going to kind of kind of go for the greater good aspect of this. Yeah, mm. like I. I've never been involved in one of these types of lawsuits, and don't get me wrong, the idea of, like, hey, I still want a chunk of that $10 million, that would sure be fucking appealing, but, the like, so often you see situations like this where you're in a situation where you probably could actually win and force a lot of change, where it kind of, once the financial payout aspect gets involved, it becomes kind of a, okay, yeah, like, it it gets polluted into, like, okay, maybe they're trying to make money off this or something, and that does not seem to be the case in this case, which is
3: and that's the other thing. It's like no one really wants to stick around in court forever to be yeah. involved in litigation forever because that's just draining. That's just anybody that's ever been involved in any sort of litigation knows that it sucks, especially when you are just a group of, you know, kind of normal ass people. You want to live your life. A, Yeah, like it's you, against a corporation with that with deep pockets that could take this on out forever. I
1: since it's like you have to relive the same shitty memories over and over and over as part of this, mm-hmm.
3: too. But yeah. So, good. Good for them. I mean, that's, you know, not... Yeah, I mean, I like what they're pressing on for. It's, 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 they're doing good work. So and just, it's hard work and heart-wrenching and just scarring work, but... You know they're trying to make a difference here.
0: So really quick here, just because I I want to put some context on here. Yep, and mm-hmm. all that. Um, so they were getting a ten million dollar settlement as opposed to this originally before it was withdrawn. Correct? Yeah. Yes. Riot's revenue last year was one point five billion. Yeah. Yep.
3: That's why I was saying like that. That doesn't even affect their monthly income, now, let alone their yearly.
0: Yeah, their revenue from last year one point ten million dollars of that. Just to give context for people, ten million dollars is one percent of one billion. And if they made one point five billion last year in revenue, it's a that's fucking listening. drop in the bucket. Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's the same reason you have companies out there incentivizing breaking the law because the fines are actually calculated into their profits, and it's yep. still profitable for them to break the fucking
3: law. Yep. So in this case, they're they, they're saying you can't just pay us off here. You're going to change. So, I mean, it may end up being, you know, a similar settlement or even less, but it's like, but it'll get come bundled with, and these are specific changes you have to do. And if you break these, maybe you'll be liable for a hundred times this. Yep. And that's what I'd have in there. Like a, yeah, I would be like, yeah, we'll settle for 8 million. But if you break the term, if it's if we can prove in any way that you've broken the terms of this agreement, you'll be due us a billion. Yeah. So that's what that's the type of thing I'm expecting to see here. Like we will actually put a massive hit into your into your profits if you don't hold up to this part to this deal, you know, but it should be easy for you. But, you know, that's the point. But, yeah, I I hope it's something to the extent of that, like. We'll literally bankrupt yeah. your goddamn company if you don't, if you don't uphold, hold to this agreement.
1: Yeah. All right, where to go next? Um, let's <laughs> talk about some awards, I guess. Um, uh, Roberta Williams will receive the, uh, Pioneer Award from the GDCA. Uh, Henry, what does that mean?
3: And so this is the, it's the, it's, it's going to take place at the GDC, the Game Developers Conference. And this is the Game Developers Choice Awards. And so this is a this is a lifetime achievement style award. It's called the Pioneers Award. Uh And it's talking about sort of breakthroughs in just, you know, video gaming. You know, not it. It could be technological, but it could also be just sort of in, you know, just in gaming in general. And she was pretty much created the graphical adventure game genre. I mean, she wasn't. Probably the first person to ever do it, but certainly the only first person really to make it commercial. And so the King's Quest series, that's her series, her seminal series that she uh, she co-founded a company with her husband, Ken Williams. That's Sierra Online, and she basically mainly worked on the King's Quest games and then some other games like Phantasmagoria series as well. Um, yeah. Which were also adventure games, graphical adventure games. So it's like Telltale is pretty much, yeah. I mean, in in things like that, you know, those pretty much were because of her work in 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 the industry. And yeah, I played a lot of, I played several of the early King's Quest games. And essentially, it is the non combat base. They're not combat based at all. And that's that's one change. And they're kind of like an evolution of a game like text based game like Zork or something like that brought to the next brought to a graphical dimension where it's like you find a thing and you use a thing on a thing (laughs) where it's like you'll find like, you know, like a shovel and then you have to use it to dig a hole on another screen, you know, something something to that extent. So, I mean, and it pretty much created a whole genre and I'd say a lot of just modern games take a lot of. You know, a lot of games today still take a lot of, you know, owe a lot to that. Yeah, because it really, and this and this was done in you know nineteen early nineteen eighties, like eighty two, eighty three, and so when she was doing this, we were still very much in a arcadey sense, in that most games are sort of like you sit down and you just battle some things and you rack up a big score, or you play through the game and you're just trying to get to an end, and even that was barely starting in the early eighties that were games actually had an end to them. And, you know, in the 70s you got mainly a lot of arcade games, you know, that were just mainly based around action and not heavily heavy on storyline. You started to see some text based games, but yeah, the a a a type of game that wasn't a game in a sense. You know, at the time there was a lot of, you know, sort of the way there is, you know, people talk about how you're not a real gamer if you play phone games. It's in the same sense, you know, some people had some thoughts about, you know, like, is it a game if there's no arcade sense to it? If you're not, you know, moving around and shooting, getting a score. Now, the game does have a score to it. You do like the King's Quest games. You do get scores on how many of the events and how many of the puzzles you puzzles you solve. But it wasn't based around combat at all. There's like no comp like no meaningful combat in the uh, King's Quest games. Not really. Um, there's very much about problem solving and puzzle solving. And that's, and I think that really revolutionized the way games are made. And, you know, we have games that are now combinations, you know, like of the puzzle solving and the action and some games that are still just about adventure and puzzle solving, like the Gabriel Knight series and things like that, you know, um, but yeah, I think it's really cool that she's gonna be recognized. I think she's earned it, definitely. It's been in the stayed in the industry for a long time. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's super cool.
1: Yeah. And in a similar vein to that, uh Hideo Kajima will receive a BAFTA Fellowship Award for Lifetime Achievement.
3: And that's massive because uh, and it's it's another thing if just video games becoming more realized in the mainstream as just another medium for art. So the the BAFTA is the British Academy uh, Film and Television Awards. And the fact that they are giving him not like some special kind of niche award that's like just for video games. This is their general lifetime uh, lifetime achievement award there. That's what the fellowship is. It is a lifetime achievement award. It's the highest honor that they can bestow. Like, literally, the highest honor that they have. And that's huge news. Just huge, just massive news for, you know, for the, I think, for just video games earning more respect as a genre as opposed to seeing as just like for kids, you know, it's still a lot of people still think that, widely think that. Um, Yeah. Uh, he's a, he won't be the first person to receive this particular award.
1: Like we've talked about it once or twice before. Yeah,
3: um, some other big names have that you might expect that are on there: Tim Schafer, John Carmack, Gabe Newell, Peter Molyneux, and Shigeru Miyamoto. So I mean, they, you wouldn't be the first, but that's still just like, uh, it's it's just big news i mean i think he's earned it he's definitely an auteur he definitely has a is a certain directing style i mean yeah. as we've seen with the you know somewhat uh, people with mixed feelings about about um uh, you know the people that have mixed feelings about death stranding but uh yeah like uh yeah, I think I think it's really important to see that you know he's he's going to be recognized and uh, is yeah I, don't know, I mean definitely it's like it's definitely not just for Death Stranding but I think yeah. that's obviously what's spurred this on, to be honest. So, for better or worse,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. All right, it's a big deal. I think. Hmm. I think it is. Um. All right, we got two kind of fun last pieces of news for you. Um, it's not so much news, but uh, some Bioware devs got out there and revealed that despite the Mass, Effect system, the Mass Effect franchise having bad guy options, most people don't actually go bad guy, mm. which makes a lot of sense, actually. Like, it's so we can spend this to a larger topic some other time if we want, but I think like Mass Effect did not okay where it's not bad guy versus good guy. It's kind of law-abiding versus, like, outlaw, but... Mm-hmm. they never gave you a reason to be bad, I guess. like and, and being good just kind of was the natural progression of things. Like, being cool never benefited you more than just, like, okay, it's the same thing, but it's obviously the bad guy version.
3: But I do think it's... it's I mean, and the thing is, it was overwhelming. Like, 92%. Yeah,
1: none of this surprises me though, I guess.
3: I I you know, I kind of like the thought, and but I've seen people kind of meme about it a bit in that like it's like I go into games to kind of like uh, <laughs> to be the good guy. It's like, you know, removed of consequences. I still prefer to do the good thing and not the bad thing.
1: I as someone who did both runs <sighs> being a bad guy in Mass Effect just feels weird, like, it's... Because you still, like, ultimately do the good guy thing at the end, like, it's not like... You can't side with the Reapers, really, at the end of the franchise. There's no, like, fuck it, I'm out.
0: <laughs> it's... It's... The, I, I gotta say, though, it's an interesting stat, because you would think, like, gamers' bad, you know, that's what we are, but apparently, not according to the numbers, or Gamer is not so bad Bunch of weak spine Do-gooders
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well it's just it, 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 It's that context that you always hear about Like oh Grand Theft Auto you can run over Hookers and well, steal and, money uh, That's my issue with this article
1: that. I guess Is like there is literally Almost no reason like I can only think of like three or four Moments in the entirety Of Mass Effect Where Being a bad guy was an any way cooler or better than picking the Paragon. It was Paragon versus Renegade. Like there was never reason to pick Renegade except for when you got to throw that guy out a window, shoot a thing to make something explode and make a fight way easier. And I actually can't think of a third thing now. Like it's, there Mm. are only two moments in that entire fucking franchise. Okay. Here's the third where you can skip a boss fight by telling the boss of the first game, to kill themselves, and if you have a high enough renegade rank, they fucking do it. How awesome that boss fight, though, that you can do that? That's I, kind of...
0: That's a like, high charisma roll. It
1: then leads into <laughs> another boss fight, so, like, you skip the first phase, I guess, and it's cool, but...
3: That's pretty hardcore.
1: Yeah, it, um, narratively it makes sense, but it's whatever.
3: It... It just reminds me there is an episode of Doctor Who from the first season of the Renewal, you know, the the newer, the, you know, the 2000s version. Sure. (laughs) Mm. um, That where the Doctor talks a Dalek into killing itself. Like, just basically, it's it's pretty dark. But if you know. I can imagine. but, But those who know about the series. It, there's reasons and it makes sense. It, it's not like it came out of nowhere that he would just, that the doctor generally known for trying to be good would talk something into self-destructing. And it's, yeah. But yeah, that, that kind of reminded me of that. But anyway, that's because I'm a big doctor who dork, but yeah. But still though, I mean,
0: from everything I've been led to in terms of the media, gamers bad. Of course yeah. they would do the bad decisions. That's how that works.
3: Gamer's this is, bad.
0: This is clearly fake news.
3: <laughs> Gamer's bad.
1: Yes. This podcast established that in great detail and the uh <laughs> Pokemon of the Year for 2019 just confirms this stance even more so. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen and everything not identifying as either of those options, your Pokemon of 2019 is Greninja.
3: That and not today, I le- today I learned that the scarf that he seems to be wearing is, is his, tongue. his tongue. Yep, that's what? a that's a today I learned. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Just fucking kinda- just nuke the
0: planet.
1: Uh, oh. <laughs> in fifth place, you had Umbreon in fourth place, you had Charizard. In third place, you had Q, the ghost Pikachu, essentially. In second, you had um, Lucario, and in first, Greninja. Note how there was no fucking Pikachu on that top five list. Yeah. Because Pikachu's a garbage Pokemon that no one likes. Uh, to take it further, uh, Sylveon, the psychic evolution of uh, Eevee, came in sixth. Uh, Garchomp came in 7th. Uh, Rayquaza came in 8th. Uh, Gardevoir came in nine, And Gengar came in 10th. Oh, I fucking love this list. This is all correct, like down to the 20th spot. Yeah, po- Pikachu comes in 19th, where it fucking belongs.
3: I'm very happy that Sylveon is so high up, because I don't even play Pokemon, really. I've mentioned that before, but Sylveon is just the best.
1: I'm just, just happy Tyranitar is top 20.
3: Because Sylvie, alright, for those that know, Sylveon is the uh, Eevee evolution that looks like it's covered in pink bows if and it's ribbons. the fairy one, actually. I can't remember. Yeah, it's the, fir- it's the fairy one. How That's many so fucking
0: evolutions does she have now? Uh,
1: all of them.
3: Yep. Just, like, seven or something? That sounds right. Those those Sylveon rates just won under Umbreon, which I know somebody else, so that's, that's the their favorite. One.
1: Yeah, it's it's a cool yeah. one.
3: That's the psychic one. I I'm believe. glad
1: Corviknight came in at 25th. That's in the new game. It's a cool one. It's got a nice evolution to it. Man, so many of my favorite Pokemon are other people's favorite Pokemon. Neat- Gengar yeah. was
0: robbed. Nah.
1: Gengar. I like Gengar's seeing Gengar's about in there. where
3: Gengar belongs. And Bulbasaur, who is just the best starter.
1: Fuck Bulbasaur.
3: <laughs> uh, I like uh, we got round owl in there, Rowlet. Roulette, yeah. but, but yeah, of course, Evie is in there as well. Uh, number at number twenty, so that's good. Miss Evie is also adorable and the best. Yeah, Corvin Knight is pretty cool, though I have to say it's,
1: it is. I, I just looked at it.
3: Oh, an armored
1: crow, it's, basically. It's badass, yeah.
3: It just looks pretty cool. What is this nom? What is? It's got it, a butt for a face. That's why people like uh, it. That's that's literally what came to my mind first. Yeah. Like, what is this? It's got a what?
1: butt for a face. I think it's an ice um fairy, but I can't remember.
3: It's like I am looking at the rest of them. I can, I kind of get why they were they were popular. But uh, look at that one, oh, like oh
1: Henry, it. it's because it has a butt for a face. Yeah. That's the only reason people love that pokémon.
3: <laughs>
1: Cuz it's got a butt for a face. They <laughs> really
3: are running out of fucking ideas, aren't they?
1: I don't know, could have two butts for a face. <laughs> and with that in mind, uh news. <laughs> uh not not news comes to an end. Email. Uh, Alex, if you wanted to send us an email, what email address would you send that email to? So it made its way to us. Very simple. You would
0: go ahead and uh, send us an email at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that email again, Henry?
1: Sorry, I forgot our bit for a
0: second there. (laughs) (laughs) Stolled
3: out. That is wickedawesomecast at gmail.com.
1: Yes, again, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spells it sounds down on the show notes, etc. etc. We got a lot of emails about DJ Roomba this week, and we're going to save those for the end. <laughs> we have never gotten the email responses that fast or that immediately after a podcast goes up to the <laughs> podcast. I was a little
3: scared. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. We're going to start with this one. All right, so let's start with what I've been teasing. This one comes in for Anonymous. They did not provide a name. Um, have you, th- how have you three not mentioned that Doom Eternal Animal Crossing come out on the same day? I kind of assumed Henry would be all over the, uh, Doom Guy Isabel fanfiction.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, I'm not finished writing it yet.
0: I could have sworn we have mentioned it, though.
1: I don't know, but I'm now uploading some images to our chat that, um, I, I did not know this until we got this email. <laughs>
3: that's all right i already love this oh
1: it gets better
3: well i like to just think that she's the one secretly inside the armor sure oh
1: so if, if that's what you want um don't worry the internet's got you covered with isabel and the doom guy armor
3: i'm sure it does oh yeah oh and it is just as precious as i hoped it would be the, yeah for, this is an audio-based podcast this. That they are. He, he's sending me. He's sending. They're sending along. Just
1: Google like, Doom Guy and Isabel. It pops up. It's great.
3: It <laughs> is. I am enjoying this a lot. This is so good.
1: Yeah. I so the, the history of this. I had to track down because. Fuck it. I was too curious. I, apparently, someone from the Doom subreddit went to the Animal Crossing subreddit. Was like, just cause like like hope your game does Super Grand Launch Day. Like it's really kind of weird these two games are launching. At the same time, and the internet's taken it from there to like uh the team behind Doom was like re- remarked on, like Nintendo announcing, "Hey, we're doing Animal Crossing Direct." The official Doom Eternal account was like, "Is Isabel gonna be there?"
3: <laughs> and we're going to see some mods. I'm sure we're going to see some sure. mods. The
0: PC want- crowd
3: will always deliver. Yeah, I want to see those mods. <laughs> of both yeah both uh it'll be harder for animal crossing because it's gonna be on the switch but definitely we're gonna see some i Doobie, don't know but the Eternal whole like mods. custom
1: uh skins thing you can do built into that game hypothetically it shouldn't be too bad but mm. one last one before we move on but yes that, consider this now mentioned i did not know this existed until this was pointed out to me i'm like holy shit this is amazing and oh. must be shared
3: wow that's really good art
1: i'll probably make that the thumbnail this week
3: yes yes you should give the give the artist a shout I'll out make to make sure
1: their their mark on their stays on there yeah next thanks for writing in by the way and telling us that that was fantastic yes a an awesome cast i recently found my i found myself wondering what the food scientist was up to lately obviously Nikolai like, tracks who's engaging in the most legitimate of business, Henry Ford horse, horse murderer is presumably out murdering horses, and <laughs> I assume the scorpion snake uh, tarantula pact is strong, and Jeff is, if he ever existed, is still off the shadow realm. So what's the food scientist up to? Hmm. Alex, you're his biggest fan. What's the food scientist up to?
0: Um, KFC just announced a new burger, or not a, a chicken sandwich that's in between two freshly baked or freshly made glazed Donuts. Food science. Yeah, that
1: that sounds about right.
0: I had it. It was How is it? okay. Combined together with the chicken, it's okay. The mm. donuts that KFC makes though are fucking fire. Really? They're like, like it's just simple glazed donuts, but they're fresh. They mm. are fucking fire.
1: Like too hot or good?
0: No, like good. Mm. Try the donut from KFC. There's a KFC in <laughs> my office.
1: I go check this out now. Yeah,
0: I just want to say, like, this is an alternate, weird timeline where I'm telling you. Go to KFC to try their donuts. Have you never had a donut burger before? Uh, I have in the past. This one was the chicken is okay with it, but yeah, like, it's KFC. Yeah, but the the, the glazed donut. The donut, donut is with. surprisingly legit. And mind you, it's not one glazed donut cut in half. It's, it's two too, whole yeah. as glazed God donut. intended. Whoa. Yeah, yeah.
3: Wow. I'll just gotta say that probably has as much calories as I'll eat in two days. Yeah, probably. Where a, a normal human being would eat in two days, probably because that's that's a lot. That's a, it's I, nothing. KFC.
1: You're not going there because you're health conscious.
3: I'm just saying that I'm a person that likes donuts and I will eat like two don't more than two donuts at a time. I'm not saying that I'm not guilty of this. I'm just saying that "Mm, this is something I'm going to die of. Yeah. (laughs) Good thing that I'm a vegetarian. So I won't eat this thing specifically, but it's certainly going to give me some ideas. Yeah. I
0: I know the the people can't see it, but in the wicked awesome cast, channel i just like a picture of what it looks like we got some strong contenders for thumbnails
1: this week i'm not gonna lie
3: <laughs> oh well i see room for combining them but
1: i will maybe. find a way challenge accepted
3: maybe on this one
2: there you
1: go
3: <laughs> but uh yeah uh see i i have some uh news that's uh that's kind of in competition with that so dunkin donuts is doing something they're just putting bacon in a bag, like in a fry bag, you know, like fries. And just, it's just selling it. Seriously, uh, this is how the world ends? How the, the fucking world bacon. fucking ends. <laughs> yep, it's just here's bacon. Just, just you can just buy bacon now. That's the thing. That's the thing that exists. So yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh.
2: Food
1: science! <laughs> I did a bunch of driving this weekend, and I think uh, Carl's Jr. is about to start offering a burger that's got like a molten center of cheese. And I definitely saw that my brain just went,
2: Food science! I'm
0: oh, like, I've, I've seen many
3: commercials for that now. Yeah. They're again on Twitch. Yep. Uh, of it's, course yeah. they're
0: on Twitch. Yeah. Oh, and since we're talking food scientists, Wendy's just opened up a breakfast menu.
3: Mmm. Interesting.
0: Can I get a Baconator breakfast now? Is that a thing? Probably, yeah. What
1: the fuck is the Wendy's breakfast menu? (laughs) I didn't know this existed. I knew I wanted this, but now I'm like, yeah! The people that bought you the Baconator, what the fuck do they think breakfast is?
0: Uh, they do have a breakfast Baconator. Oh, good
3: lord. (laughs) Sweet.
1: You know what I'm doing after this podcast?
0: Fuck! So, it's grilled sausage, American cheese, smoked bacon, a fresh cracked egg, more cheese, mm. bacon, and then some fucking sauce. egg on the baconator and call it a <laughs> breakfast burger. Just do that, you monsters. No need to reinvent shit. <laughs> oh. Oh, and they serve them with those really good, like, fries. They're I mean, like the home for. the shit. Yes. Man, I have to go get this now. God damn it. Dude, the food scientist has been fucking busy.
1: A, that's what we've we heard from him. He's been fucking out there just killing it.
0: <laughs> Jesus. All right, Charlie, say the line. Food science! There we go. How do they make coffee that looks
1: this wrong? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm on the Wendy's site now looking at this, and their coffee is wrong. And I'm like, man. I want to try that. (laughs) That's just the wrong version of coffee you invented there. (laughs) It's the phrase breakfast Baconator that fills me with just (laughs) (laughs) hatred. I didn't know you could make another Baconator. Like, the son of the Baconator was bad enough, but the breakfast Baconator is, like, part of the well-rounded Baconator family. Yeah. Three squares a day,
0: all in Baconator form. Ugh. The Brex's Baconators for that early morning fucking when you're dangerous. When you just want to
1: fuck <laughs> shit up right off the bat. Yep. Yeah, the fucking, the fucking food scientist has been out there. He's been busy. Yeah, wow. That's what he's been up to. <laughs> uh, next one also comes in for Anonymous, uh, we Wicked Awesome cast, but mostly Alex and Henry. Every once in a while, Charlie either reveals or reminds us listeners that he is a man of many hobbies. I assume he's a man of, many ho- of so many hobbies, sorry, of more hobbies than talked about on the podcast, which leads me to Line of Inquiry. What hobby would you actually be surprised by Charlie revealing he has picked up? Remember, this is a guy who has a sword bag, several gallons of mead behind him while reading this,
0: and I'm assuming fixes cars for fun. It just seems to build stuff. So I'd like to point out when you say sword bag, I want to clarify. He really does have a sword. bag. I assume he, yeah, we mentioned that like last week or something. Well, you, mm-hmm. me- I saw it when we were moving you out of your apartment to your house. I helped you. <laughs> One of our podcast process.
1: thumbnails, I think is me with my sword bag.
0: Yeah. And yeah. isn't it like a golf bag? Uh, it, I think it's a military duffel, duffel bag. bag. technically. There, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's of that size and ridiculousness. Yes. It's not like a small bag and it's like, no, this is this is a large utility bag of full swords.
1: Yeah, it's like those one or two swords. Here. This is like, this is several neckbeard and weave's worth of swords that I did not purchase that's not true. I purchased like three or four of them. But most of these things were people just gave them to me. Like, you
0: seem like you might like this. And I'm like, you're not wrong, but <laughs> fuck you. I, I want you guys, like, if I want to paint you a picture, I want you to picture Casey Jones from the Ninja Turtles. But instead of hockey sticks and golf clubs, it's swords.
1: Yeah, and I have a separate bag of axes. See, it's <laughs>
0: still... <laughs> this image does not change <laughs> um God. but what was our question? Hobbies that
1: alright so I, I think they're asking like yeah it, it is safe to assume if you mention a weird hobby I'm like oh yeah I've been to a vaping competition didn't care for it
3: yeah <laughs> it um surprise me hobbies considering- <laughs> um if you have a secret collection of My Little Ponies like classic from the 80s
1: yeah that I don't have that I definitely don't have
2: <laughs> but again that'd
1: be something i'd be like oh yeah here's my pony box Wait, what yeah it's a, it's a box of assorted ponies out here in my garage why do you have this i don't
0: know uh you know what i'm gonna go with an easy one here that it might be wrong but i would assume you've dabbled in knitting because jen has dabbled jen i actually a lot of very knitting.
1: deliberately do not dabble in knitting because of that oh okay <laughs> uh it's i've All right, so yeah, as a person that collects hobbies, and Melvia, yes, I do collect hobbies. Like that's part of the fun of hobbies for me. I do not like stealing other people's hobbies that I am in relationship with and stuff. I it's I'm a strong believer that like you can totally share hobbies. Like that can be a thing you can do as a couple, but also people deserve to have their own spaces and activities that are just for them and. Mm on paper yeah I could fucking get into knitting hypothetically like it's it's knots I used to do lots of boat based stuff so I'm a fan of knots but I, uh, it's there don't need to be two knitters in my house right now <laughs> the world does not need that and like it's it's just not my thing but also okay. it's pretty much a like no it's like I'm not gonna steal Jen's hobby because it's just another hobby to collect it's like yeah no that's, that's not my thing and also mm. that's her hobby Okay, that's fair. Yeah, it's like her laser cutter that we have. In theory I could use it if I kinda of hold off using it a bunch because that's her thing. I am respectful about stealing people's things, I guess. As as someone who has had many people steal my hobbies, like, Oh that sounds cool. Now teach me everything about it. I don't want to be that guy. Where it's like, no no, I'll get into this organically the way I get into all my things.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm trying to think if I've ever taken on a hobby because of somebody I was dating. Uh, I don't I don't, uh, I don't know really I I can definitely say I've got into things maybe because I was dating somebody yeah I'm not saying there's anything wrong
1: with that I'm saying like it's totally cool for people to share hobbies as couples and stuff it's just yeah not how me and my wife work we like to have our own things going on mm. yeah uh,
3: I don't know Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I. I mean. I don't know. I guess not too much would surprise me because you are into a lot of different things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. Singing. Singing.
3: I I had to think of things that I'm into that I wouldn't see you being into. (laughs) Like that is why I mentioned My Little Pony.
1: Yeah. You want to talk about the pony box? (laughs) Yeah. That actually has been the weird thing like in my garage finally set up. It's been going through boxes and being like, oh, I remember this phase of my life. This shit is still cool as fuck. <laughs> Alright, but let's let's do our first of the DJ Roomba responses. Uh, I, I have distilled these down essentially to two of the emails we got on this topic. Um, One of them, the reason for picking it will be obvious. The other one is because it was the first one of this ilk to come in. So if we did not, if I'm not reading one of your emails, don't feel bad. I read them. We they're Just were they're giving us the first person that emailed them to this question, because we would have 30 different questions along these lines. And that's ridiculous. This one comes in from Gretchen. You're Alex and I guess Henry and Charlie, but mostly Alex. <laughs> My husband and I both listened to your podcast. And this week we were looking at novel, at uh, new towels and, Walked by the store's Roomba display thing, which somehow um, had, placed a little spe- had placed a little speaker on top of it, and both of us fell over laughing. Through this laughter, my husband managed to choke out the question: "Wonder if Alex fucked this Roomba as well?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't really have a
1: question, though. Just thought you three might like to know that you've ruined what was once a nice Parks and Rec joke for me and my husband. <laughs> <laughs> the number of emails we got along this line of how many did we get? Oh, like 15 that were just about like, wonder if Alex fucked this Roomba too. The best one was like, some guy was like, yeah, there's a Roomba in my house running right now. Can't look it in the eye right now. Thanks, fuckers.
0: (laughs) 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 Thanks. to the couple that wrote about me ruining the Roomba for them, I just want to say, you never deserve the Roomba. <laughs> Fuck you all. <sighs> <sighs> all right.
1: Uh, sorry, I misspoke. We, we're doing three Roomba emails. This next one comes in from Anonymous. Again, it was the first one we got in this topic. Uh, it's This one is an actual question. Uh, last week, someone said something about how DJ Roomba was the least original name for a Roomba. What is actually a good name for a Roomba?
0: Mm, mm. I don't know. I, I just name all my robots Re- Newman.
2: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. I just stole the one from Parks and Rec. Yeah, I think that's why last week
1: I said like this is the worst, like this is the least original name for a Roomba ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like naming Roombas after like Butler names and shit like that. It feels correct. Like Jeeves is a good Roomba name, <laughs> I think. But also, like, um, Murderbot 9000 is a good name for a
3: Roomba. Hmm. Hmm. Now I'm thinking, it's like, what's a good name for a Roomba? The Crushinator. Yeah, I'm trying to think. See, I'm kind of trying to think of something pun but I'm not really the pun master here. Dustbuster? Mm. It's like, uh, hmm, you know, I'd probably call mine RoboCop or something silly yeah. like that. Justin Bieber?
0: That's a better one than DJ Roomba.
3: There you
1: go, (laughs) Dusting Beaver. Yeah,
0: I'm just looking at funny parody names. Yeah, no, Uh, flat the Inhaler. That's a good
1: one too. Mm.
3: Yeah, that's yeah, that's really good. Hmm.
1: My mom, despite owning one, refuses to call it. I thinks they're called Rumbos for some dumb reason.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Roomba the Roomba.
1: I.
2: Mm.
1: No, no, she's like, "Have you run your have you run your rumba lately?" And I'm like, "My what?"
0: <laughs> Harris, I don't, I
1: don't dance anymore.
0: <laughs> For those of you guys who think I fuck my rumba, you can call it Marilyn Monroe mm. Oh,
1: like you could get that type of pull. <laughs> <laughs> re- renaming Alex's Roomba the Winehouse Experience. Oh my. It's the only celebrity name I could think of at that point in time. I feel bad <laughs> now. Alright, our last and certainly not least email comes in from Jeff, who may or may not exist, have ever existed. Uh Uh-oh. Hello, fuckers. I am afraid to say that now. Hello, Charlie, Henry, and Alex. (laughs) (laughs) On a recent podcast, Alex mentioned that he recently entered in a relationship of some variety with a Roomba, and I have some goddamn questions. What models of Roombas are the sexiest, or at the very least, provide the greatest amount of companionship? What other upgrades do you plan on giving your Roomba? Mm. Arms seem like a must? Does this mean that Match.com is going to have a section for Roombas? Am I going. I'm just glad you found happiness. Charlie and Henry and Alex, if you would like. Henry mentioned Isekai Quartet. Although I have no not ever watched an Isekai Quartet and quartet part of me intrigues me greatly. If you could build your own quartet show using their uh, using other shows and other genre, what would it be? I would be uh, I would like a I would like dystopian super police with the with the major from Ghost in the Shell, Shin Megami, uh sorry, Shinya Kogame from Psycho-Pass. Uh, Agent Furia uh, from an anime cri- uh, crime division and Spike from Cowboy Bebop. Because they could basically fight against a version of Soju Akishima, a uh, psychopath thing. Uh with the uh, laughing man's abilities, keep on doing what you guys do. We'll cue the medal later for him. Uh I like how our communities responded to this. I really do.
3: <laughs> um, I all right. I mean, I have some ideas on some. <laughs> some meta okay. that I might that I'd throw together. Um hmm. I think I would do a oh oh I would put in all the monster collecting ones into one. So have Ash see just how pathetic he is when compared to anybody from say Yu-Gi-Oh and Digimon and mm-hmm. uh 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 Yokai watch. Yeah, throw all those in. So now they're all hunting all sorts of crazy types of creatures. I think that would be interesting, especially since like the Digimon creatures show a lot more resistance and sort of sentience. And if you threw a Pokeball at them, they'd probably throw it back at your ass. And I think I'd love to see that. And be like, I'm gonna capture this this Graymon, and Graymon just catches it and be like, bitch, throws it right back in his, his face. Face, yeah, <laughs> yep. So yeah, uh, I, that's that's the thing I'd like to see. <laughs> I want
1: all of the characters from uh, the, uh, the the MMO animes I love so much to be in a battle royale. Like I want fucking uh, the characters from Sword Art Online and the Dot Hack franchise and a couple other ones that names elude me right now. To be forced to battle royale it off because some of those characters are fantastically broken intentionally.
3: Oh, you know, Overlord is that that thing too. Overlord
1: would fit in that category too. Yep.
3: And he is ridiculous. Ridiculously OP. And like there are, cha- there are, there are characters
1: in dot hack that would be capable of going toe to toe with him, but mm-hmm. yes. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. It's mostly I just want to see the main characters from the fucking Sword Art Online franchise get their skulls caved in constantly.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, fuck outline.
3: How about an anime filled with all the magical girls?
1: Sure. Like, again, is it like a battle royale or something?
3: Yeah. See, they've they've done some pretty dark ones already, like uh, the Madoka what is pretty dark, and there's another one I forget that also just has like sort of magical girls getting like in brutal war situations. But I, I'm saying take the cutesy ones, the ones that usually aren't yeah. as quite hardcore, like a Sailor Moon, or yeah, yeah, throw throw them into something, and then battle royale it, sure. Or just have them all fighting for it make make one giant super love polygon and they're all fighting for every a lot of different things. Because that's how card captor Sakura works. It's just a big love polygon. So sure. Yeah. Do so that. it's
1: basically Excel saga? Uh
3: sure. No, no, it's
1: not. It's Excel saga. That show is terrible in the best way possible.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is supposed to be a parody, so... But.
1: Yeah. Uh, Alex, I promise no more emails will be read next week about your relationship with a Roomba. I welcome <laughs> your hatred. This was funny for one week. Uh, no, kind I of like the hockey hatred. terms and the letter Kenny, I'm putting a mild moratorium on this one. We can bring it <laughs> back in a month or so if things get slow.
0: I welcome your fucking hatred, internet. Fair enough. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Uh, this a to I think people identified with I was not prepared for it mm. <laughs> that's it for emails this week thank you for writing in <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking throwaway lines that people are like wait what we can do shit with this <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that's it for this week anything you two want to talk about before we close this thing out
0: um I'm hoping to finally start again i've been lagging on that pretty hard as yeah. of late but yeah well i think i might just stream with the room still looking the way it does right now. So. yeah
3: see that was the thing i was yeah i i you know we're kind of aware that you know you just moved into the house and probably still not everything's unpacked because there's just a lot of that to unpack and definitely not all put away where you want it yet, so.
0: Yeah, I'm sorting out most of the boxes so it'll look okayish right now. We have a few more boxes, but now that Mandy's back this next week, we're going to finally, like coming weekend, we're just going to tackle everything finally, mm. at least as far as the unpacking goes sure. and all mm. that. So, yep. I'm going to buy some storage containers to put in the closet over here and whatnot, but, mm. yep. It'll slowly start to come together.
2: Fair so nice. may, enough.
0: May, I may vlog that whole process. Who knows? Mm. At least the, the, the game room, not the unpacking. No one gives yeah, a shit yeah. about the house unpacking. <laughs> yeah,
1: that sounds right. So
0: yeah. Um other than that, if you do want to get updates and occasional stories and updates regarding the Roomba, um, you can reach me at Mave Online on all my social medias. So Woo! Yeah, May uh yeah, Maeve Online, uh Twitter. Facebook Gaming, Twitch, Mixer, Instagram, all of it. I don't have a vape.tv yet, but give it time. You should make one, they're great.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't really have any updates. I mean, I am Kraken Zero, that's E Zero, on Instagram and Facebook, but I haven't been posting very often. I'll probably try to post a little more often. I don't know the next time I'll be streaming again for a while. Sure. Um, I, I the last time I was streaming, I was working on a speed run, but that's kind of slow going. I, I've had other things going on, so yeah, I, I don't know when I'll get back to streaming I'm or posting try regularly. Try and stream
1: Doom Eternal, I think. Mm. I think. I don't hold me to it yet. That's about it on my end. Who wants to close it out? Oh, sorry. Yes, we have. We have. We have Jeff to close it out. Cue the metal.